0: Did you hear the latest news? America lost the war in the Middle East. Yeah, apparently we've been playing a really long game of hide and seek and we just can't seem to find those pesky terrorists anymore. I mean, we've spent trillions of dollars and thousands of lives, but it seems like we're still searching for those elusive weapons of mass destruction. Maybe we should have just asked Inspector Jack Claudia from Pink Panther to help us out. Let's not forget about our good friends, the Taliban. I mean, they've been doing really well lately. They got a new album out, Taliban in Paradise, and it's getting rave reviews. Apparently their hit single, Jihad Your Way, is a real crowd pleaser. But hey, it's not all bad news. At least we got some really cool new drones and weapons to show for our efforts. And who knows, maybe we'll find Osama bin Laden hiding in a cave somewhere playing video games with Tupac and Elvis. In all seriousness, the war in the Middle East has been a costly and tragic mistake. We've lost too many lives, too much money, and too much credibility. Let's hope that we can learn from our mistakes and work towards a better, more peaceful future. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Prime Time with Alex Stein. We have an incredible show for you this evening. We have legendary country superstar John Rich. He's going to come on and teach us how to ride a horse and save a cowboy, whatever that's all about. And uh, that should be interesting. And then we also have, that's right, guys, believe it or not, we have the one, the only, Laura Trump. That is the daughter-in-law to the one, the only, our Lord and Savior, Donald Trump. She's coming on the program to tell us about what's happening to her father-in-law and, you know, just talk about the overall, you know, terrible things that are happening in the country right now. So, before we get to all those great guests, we have an incredible, incredible duo. I mean, I'm talking about a real, real ragtag bunch of great guys. We, you know them as Revenge of the Sis, and I know them as Mersh and Royce. Welcome to Primetime with Alex Stein. I love the blimp. You guys like the blimp? I know. Yeah, it's like, the mother blimp. I love the, the blimp. blimp. The mother yeah, blimp. Yeah, speaking of, where is my dead mom? Mom, are you there? What do you uh, think about our guests? They're actually pretty famous uh, on the internet. Have you ever heard of a mom? I've never heard of them. Um, the only guests I Yeah, did... because you know what I heard, Mom? I heard a little thing before this that from Sarah Gonzalez. One of the other hosts said that when our guests came on the show, you didn't know who they were, and you asked them their names. Is that correct, Mom?
1: Uh, yes, that is correct. So, it's just funny, Mom.
0: We, we're trying to run a professional operation, and when I book guests, the least you can fucking do in the metaverse is somehow learn their fucking names. Is that <laughs> too much to fucking ask for, Mom? Alex,
2: language. What's
3: oh, your yeah, you're right, Mom. Sorry,
0: mouth. sorry, Mom. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Mom. But just will you not fuck up my guest name in the fucking future? I'm okay, bye, Mom. Bye, Mom. Bye, so- Mom. So, yeah, that's the mother blimp. I uploaded my dead mom's consciousness into this blimp, and she's actually navigating us right now. And we're floating above Dealey Plaza, the uh, site where JFK was assassinated. So, how do you guys like Dallas so far? Uh, I didn't know it was haunted. But it that's is pretty haunted. cool.
3: Yes. Does uh, Blimp just go back and forth to that one street?
0: Yeah, because it's, it saves helium that way. But oh, okay. yes. It's a very, okay. it's a helium saver. We don't want to fuck up climate change. Okay. And then, uh, so you guys are enjoying Dallas right now? I loved. I love Texas in general. Wow. What about you,
4: Mike? I I like Texas. Not. I love Florida more. But Texas is a nice home away from home. I enjoy it. I enjoy coming out here and seeing you wonderful folks.
0: Well, I love that. So you guys have already been, they came in and they already trolled me. You guys, I should have a picture of my office, but I have the worst office here at the Blaze. It's actually near a toilet. So what do you guys think about, you know, the beautiful studios, but what about my offices? The
3: studios here are amazing, but when you walk to his office, it, it it... 100% 100% matches his mood. There's garbage everywhere, there's yes. boxes unopened. He has like, what it looks like, remember the unfinished offices in Die Hard? Yes. That's what he's sitting at and he's sitting there and i go, please don't change anything, this is exactly what you need. He's sitting with a backwards cap going, what are we doing next, what is going on? He, he looks like Pepe Silva, that's him the entire time. I love your office.
0: Yes, and what people don't know is, you guys have been here and we actually filmed an incredible bit that we're going to you know, showcase a little later, we went on a little dating extravaganza mm. with the Revenge of the Sith guy so I know there's a lot of A-logs watching tonight so tell me you know we have similar enemies in this internet space how do you guys deal with all the internet hate I want to ask Mersh first. Mersh
4: specifically? Uh I don't know. us. Is
0: that <laughs> it? No I know I mean. but you always say that and I'm not even trying to press you it's just like dude when they come after my family my girlfriend's here they go mm-hmm. after her they go after like her family they go after all these personal stuff it's hard to not take it personal when they do all these personal attacks.
4: Yeah, I just, you know, I I tend to keep the private side of my life extremely closely guarded now. And yeah, but- uh, it, it's just the way it has to be. I mean, it, the, the culture's changed and... I mean, like, every streamer in the world has been swatted and doxxed, yeah. and, I, like, it's just, it's the the way of the game. The only way it's going to stop is to give up, and I ain't giving up. I love this. I'm no. not giving up my dream.
0: And obviously not. You guys are dominating. You guys have a great o- audience, great podcast, but it's like, these people make fun of our dead moms, merch. you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's all they do. They yeah. go around, and they think they're so funny because they say, oh, your mom is dead. Well, guess what? My mom's alive, and she's operating this blimp right now, so suck that fat one, and we're going to transfer your mom's consciousness into the Revenge of the Cis uh, uh, studio very soon. If you want that technology, you can get it on Amazon.com. Okay, like uh, a cargo I'm plane, this. not a blimp. I don't want to see
3: anything like a the revenge co- yeah, cargo Yeah, you don't want to plane. copy
0: me. That's yeah. true. Yeah, but okay. I,
4: I look at it the old, uh, I look at it the old like kumio way when they're like, yeah, your mom died, ah, and you still have to go through it. So <laughs> yeah. have fun with that. <laughs> <That's exactly laughs> at least I got, <laughs> I got it point. over with,
0: you know. See, that's funny, and, and what's also awesome, and the reason why I bring this up is you guys have an incredible fan base of loyal fans. I started off as one of them. I actually always talk about this. You know, your podcast is one of the podcasts I was watching like, man, I want to do this. Not that I didn't want to be a broadcaster, but I was like, man, I can do it. I can, you know, go on the Internet and talk about what I want, talk trash or talk nice. And you guys were not afraid of other people's opinions, willing to go and speak. And that takes a lot of guts. I'm not trying to kiss your butt. But to hit that record button on your own live podcast, it's not easy. It takes a special kind of person. And to build up your audience is incredible. And not just all the wrestling signs, but one of your great uh, supporters they ran into one of my favorite people in the world, uh, Rachel Levine, or a.k.a. Dickie Hello, Levine. Mike and Royce. This Let's run this clip. Hello,
2: Mike and Royce. This is Admiral Rachel Levine. <laughs> and just saying hi, and uh,
4: happy Trans Day of Visibility. Now that Thanks is... a lot, bro. Dude, so tell Appreciate
3: me the story that, behind dude. that. Bro, we have a fan, a fan of ours, his name's Rob. Dogzilla on Twitter. Shout out, Togzilla. Dogzilla. Dogzilla, Gaming. shout out. Great yeah, job. Dogzilla Gaming on Rumble, too. So he he messaged me and he goes, Hey, uh, Admiral Rachel Levine's at the same airport I'm at. Should I get a shout out? And I go, yes, get a shout out immediately. So he literally five minutes later he goes, "You're welcome." And I look at that and I'm like, "This is perfect." So the Revenge of the Cis Official Twitter said, "Hey, bro, thanks for the shout out." Yeah. Happy wow. Trans Day
4: Visibility, yeah. dude. It, that
3: happened on Trans Day Visibility, so it was I beautiful. Mean, I, we've got a lot of shout outs, but that was one of the That's best. That's the best ones.
0: shout out, dude. Yeah. Rachel Levine, and then my favorite thing is when Rachel Levine said that they were so happy that Rachel waited to transition because they would not have been able to have children, and if, if uh, Rachel didn't have children they would be very unhappy. So it, it's great that Rachel Levine is trying to get as many kids gender uh, reassigned as early as possible. So what do you think about all this transgender stuff? I know you guys talk about it all the time, but I think it's like some sort of demonic New World Order, like occultic, uh, like esoteric, weird thing to masculinize women and feminize the freaking boys. What's going on in your opinion?
3: I think it's, I think it's, like, I, it's about making us weak, like making us docile. Yeah. Like if everyone's like the same, like you remember, the, remember the goobags from South Park? Everyone's just this generic, pale thing. You're not gonna fight back. I think that's what it is. I mean, look, here's the thing. The whole demonic thing we've known, look, we caught caught them burning effigies in the woods and they go, we were just kidding and no one ever talked about it again, you know? But I think it's more, oh,
0: good. So, I don't know if you guys know this, but my favorite uh, beer is Bud Light. When you drink this beer, you immediately become a homosexual. So tonight, (laughs) Tonight, for you guys, I am a straight male, but after I take a sip of this, I am going to become a homosexual. So let's just see if this, and you guys want oh, one too? Oh, okay, yep, yeah, absolutely. Please. We're, gonna We're just going to try this test. What all end right. do you put it in? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I might rub it on my, just for I a just good luck. Yeah, does I'm it gonna fit? Just, just for a little luck, I'm okay. going to rub it on there to warm it up. Okay, okay. Good. Good, all good, right, good. so let's try this. Let's see. Oops. This is now the, does Bud Light make you gay test? Here we go. Cheers, cheers, Oh, that is good. So Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. That is so good. This I makes me fi- want to suck some dick. I, I finally understand red. Oh, my God. I want to I go. I finally s-
3: understand
4: rent. Oh, my God. I'm like four times more likely to molest a kid. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I'm so gay right now. What about your dicks? I want to suck on them. <laughs> I love this gay beer. This is fun. Oh, I my just, God. I just wish it was thicker. That's all. It's not thick Oh, enough. my God. Mm. I want just a big black Johnson right down my throat to chase this down with. Wouldn't that be good?
3: Just a little hard I on? I just wish it was a on the can, that would oh, move well. be more at home. Look, I'm on the can now,
0: look, I'm go. on the can, look, 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 look I'm on the can, look, look how gay this is. Look, I'm, I, this is taking me so gay that I'm actually having anal sex <laughs> with a Bud Light. Y'all have never seen that. You've never seen somebody actually have sex. This is gay sex with a Bud Light, so take that, Dylan Mulvaney. Too bad you cut off your dick and you can't jam it in a Bud can. Light anymore, but let me tell you something, this is delicious, I'm gay as hell, and I freaking love it. Dylan Mulvaney should use the Bud Light can to dilate. Well, you don't, know, that's another thing actually on a serious note. If you didn't oh, know this.
4: You know, oh, good, because we could stop drinking. Yeah, we could stop that, drinking right? this, okay. 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 this beer. This terrible. is crap
0: beer. Uh, bro. We don't want to drink this, this crap. Pour this up. If you drink this shit, you are gay. No, but no Bud Light on set. We hate this. It's okay if it gets on the cameraman. If you drink this gay ass beer, you're going to wake up with a dick in your butt. All right, so. I think I figured out why he has the office he has.
4: My my favorite, though, is that Dylan Mulvaney came out and was, like, getting this deal with Bud Light, and suddenly people were like, I'm boycotting Bud Light, and my only reaction was, You've been drinking Bud Light
0: this whole time? Like, yeah, I know. I can't what believe I'm going to say this. Let you. me wash out the taste with Monster. That's mm. a way more straight drink. Well, mm. I can't read the prompter. What the fucking glasses suck! Everything sucks! I can't read a damn thing! This, and then I wear this mask. This is my COVID-19 mask. And you know what? They don't fucking like this mask. this mask. I hate this mask! I hate this shit sometimes. I'm trying to do a goddamn show sometimes and I'm breaking stuff. It's just difficult. It's just stressful. Wow. And now I'm drunk as shit. Now I'm fucking <laughs> wasting. i gay as shit!
3: The Bud Light really turned him into a violent
4: gay. Yes! Very, 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 very violent gay.
0: Yeah. Why do I want more Bud Light? I need more Bud don't, Light! No, no, please let please me go! No more. Ooh,
4: let, me get don't, ooh, don't, let me get a little gayer. No. Uh, ooh, let me get a little...
0: you like that? Look at that's that. That's a Bud Light ooh, facial. Is what, I don't think what you what is should that even on my, Ooh, what is that no. on my lips? No. Alex. Ooh. Alex. Ooh, I like that. Ooh. Mm, okay. Ooh, that's good. Mmm. That's good. That's real good.
3: Well, you've just been hired to the Biden cabinet.
0: Yeah, I know. Congratulations, by the way. Guys, can you tell me? Ah! Does this work? I can't. My hearing doesn't work very well. Well, now mine doesn't either. I think I broke it.
3: All right, guys. Hey, come on Alex Nitro. Get tinnitus. Yes. Yeah, that's fun. Be tortured.
0: And I just had, I just spilt beer all over my... Hermes time. Me, I got some glass in my monster, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, That's actually on purpose, we were trying to kill you. Okay, All right, perfect. Uh, so it's great wait,
4: your producers get to go home and they're like, what'd you do at work? Wait, I got to clean up glass and will beer everywhere.
0: Yeah, and actually waterboarded my producer recently. Oh, I did yeah, see yeah, that clip, but <laughs> that was funny. He's been a lot better since we did that. So, <laughs> I don't know if anything's changed, but it is now... Oh, let me get to the read. There's a new movie coming out, and I'm pretty sure you want to freaking see it! they by the same people who made God's Not Dead and Unplanned. It's called Nefarious. If you've seen the posters or the trailer, it looks great. But it also looks scary, like a horror film. But it's not. It's not. And best of all, it's based on a book by The Blaze's Own, Steve Dace. It's more like the C.S. Lewis book, The Screwtape Letters. I like to call it, interview with a demon, a psychiatrist is called into a prison to meet with a convicted killer who's about to be executed. The killer says he's a demon named Nefarious and the psychiatrist who doesn't believe in God or demons has to decide if the man is insane or pretending to be insane. And as you can see, I'm actually insane. So this is what the actor actually acts like in the movie a little bit. So this is actually a similar kind of a recreation of the movie. So if you like this, you love this, you like this, Watch the movie, but I'm not going to give it away. Let's just say that the psychiatrist is a little out of his depth. And this supernatural thriller thriller, is perfect for your friends who love scary films. But more than that, they love going to church, which I love doing. You're going to have some great conversations afterwards. Nefarious opens nationwide the weekend of April 14th. Go see it. It was a great movie. I thought it was going to be kind of like a lame Christian movie. Epic, incredible movie. Mark the date. Get your tickets now at WhoIsNefarious.com. That's right. Who is Nefarious? Com. I can't wait to watch this movie. It's gonna be great. I cannot wait, guys. I'm, I'm sweating. I'm having kind of a panic attack right What's now. What's the Bud Light? No, yeah. it's yeah, I know, but you know, what it eases up the Bud Light a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. You, uh, you know, yeah. When you get, get the Bud thing. Light. You got the Bud Light. Do you a gotta a get thing. the white. If you got thing. the Bud Light, so we like to just. Can I? Can I can yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just kind of having a little can I, bit, a little, a little for the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little for fun. Yeah, he's Cuban, so none for me
4: anymore. Are you trying to quit? You sure? Yeah, I get
0: the. I don't hate you want to, so much. Just grab the fenty. It's okay. I, that, hate, I hate you. Why? So it's just a little fentanyl on your shirt, dude. It's not. It's not that big of a deal, dude. Don't waste it. Don't spill it all, dude. Please You're say, gonna yeah, waste
4: it. I oh my god. I don't I like did. to send. You I don't like nobody. to send that
0: kind of message to kids. No. Okay.
4: I know. And our our god, shirt, I feel man. like I'm. I feel like I'm like 30 again.
0: Yeah. Well, and I'm sweating, guys. I'm freaking sweating well, my it's balls the, off. It's the cocaine. The well, good news well, is... I'm, e- I'm, sp- I'm kind of like, you know, evening it out with a fentanyl. With a fent? Cut it off? I hear you, man. That's what I'm saying. It's a little highball, as we the used goodness to call is it. is
4: flour gets out of jeans and a black t-shirt very easily. So that, that yeah, that
0: is flour. That is not an illegal drug. YouTube censors you try to pull mm-hmm. some garbage mm-hmm. trying to strike this. It's called comedy! It's called humor! And one day we'll try to learn what that is and do it on the show. All right. <laughs> We now welcome on country music legend and half of Big and Rich. Please welcome on the most <laughs> legendary conservative country music artist out there. The one, the only John Rich. Welcome to the program, my friend. Thanks, man. Good to be with you. Well, I'm sweating. I got these crazy guests here and they've been drinking Bud Light and being gay all day, John. So what's <laughs> the what? deal? I, I know. I, I, let's give it a three box so you can see these guests. Guys, this is country music superstar. So please be respectful to him. But my point is, John. Well, you see all these other Travis Tritt, all these other country guys, they're boycotting Bud Light. What are you going to do to stop Bud Light from turning all of our kids gay?
5: Well, so I've got a bar downtown in Nashville uh, called Redneck Riviera. And basically, it's pretty simple in my world. We just listen to the customers. So if the customers are coming in and they're not buying it and and they're not, by the way, and then they they look behind the bar and they go, hey, uh, going somewhere else, if you guys are still serving that, it kind of makes it a really simple decision at that point, because we're all about, you know, customers, people coming in. I have a really uh, patriotic bar. We celebrate firemen and police and veterans and active duty military. So uh, it's kind of uh, the decisions being made for us uh, at this point. It's pretty wild to see the reaction.
0: Well, John, I got a question. So I drive a Chevy truck and that's got, I think like 250 horsepower. You have a song. Save a horse, ride a cowboy, I mean, don't you think that's economically not that good? I mean, if you were on my back, I could carry, what, half a block? I mean, don't you think that that would be a little better to ride a horse? I mean, let's be real. Isn't that a more economical way to get around?
5: It's probably more economical, but I can tell you that save a horse, ride a cowboy probably caused a small baby boom back in the mid-2000s. <laughs> yes, it ago. did. Oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> that- Listen, that, that song for Big and Rich, that's kind of like uh, uh, Sweet Home Alabama is for, for Leonard Skinner, man. If we don't play Save Horse, Ride a Cowboy, people would start throwing stuff at us. It's, it's a fun, crazy song. We love playing that song. It's
0: literally one of the greatest songs. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the air. I mean, it is a legendary country song and it gets stuck in your head. So when you're writing a song like that, you know, you hear stories from artists are like, oh, we did this song in 45 minutes. We kind of threw it together and it's a big hit. Well, how did it, How did the story or how did you produce that song?
5: We did this song in about 45 minutes. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> really, it was, it was like that though, John? No, it was, it was really fast, yeah. It was like, uh, you know, me and Big Kenny were sitting around and, and we had heard that phrase like at a rodeo or something. And we're like, man, could you make a phrase that crazy into a song? And we thought, yeah, you know, like you're riding down Broadway in Nashville and, and all the girls are loving it, you know. It kind of made it into a girl party song. But we've actually had fans come up and say, Hey, we met in a bar listening to Sabor's Ride a Cowboy and we walked down the aisle to Lost in This Moment with you, which is another big, big and rich song. So it's pretty cool when your songs are kind of bookmarkers for people like that.
0: They're aphrodisiacs, John. I mean, that's what they are. Uh, I mean, they, 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 it really kind of is, especially when you're like country, dancing, you go to Red River, you go to these bars, you start playing that song, the girls want to find a cowboy. So listen, I'm, I'm kind of a conspiracy theorist, and I don't know if you're very familiar. Have you ever heard of Tavistock? And that's an institute in London, and basically, John, what they did is in, in the 60s, they got military people, people in the military, and they actually got harmonies that they could tell that were more pleasant for their ears, right? So the conspiracy is that a lot of the hit makers, the top producers, are are using harmonies and melodies that they know that our ears like. So do you know, that there, is there any conspiracy to making songs like a trick on making a hit song? Have you ever heard that before?
5: No, I've never heard that, but it wouldn't surprise me if that's what they're doing. Cause I don't know how often you listen to the radio, but pretty much everything sounds the same. It's like, uh, they all went to the school of redundancy school. That's how I describe a lot of it. You know, for, for my songwriting, man, we try to come straight out of the gut with it. We just sing it how we want to sing it. And, I mean, we're doing big and rich shows, 30 or 40 this year. The crowds have never been bigger. They're wilder than ever. And I think, uh, you know, individuality, man, that's the name of the game in music. If, if you sound like everybody else and you act like everybody else, well, what's the point? I think that's why we like, you know, the Johnny Cashes and the Merle Haggard's and the Dolly Parton's and, and so on. You know, you got to stick out and do your own thing kind
0: of like you. Well, I appreciate that, John. And, and before we bring my producer on, my producer's a big fan of yours. So who are your musical inspirations? You know, when you were a kid saying, did you want to say, I want to be a country singer? Or, you know, did you want to be a rock and roll? Like kind of what got you into music? Because I'm sure everybody told you, John, you're not going to be a multimillionaire, you know, multi-platinum plat guy. They said you're going to fail. So how did you have the cojones to say, Oh, I don't care. I'm going to play music. This is my passion.
5: Well, I grew up in a double-wide trailer, Amarillo, Texas, up in the Panhandle. My dad is a prison preacher, so he you know, he never made a ton of money. And so where I grew up, uh, making music for a living, that's not possible. You better know how to you know, drive a combine or yeah. herd some cows or do something agricultural, uh, maybe work in an oil field. But uh, when I was a teenager, we moved to Tennessee, and I started realizing, wow, all these people I've been listening to my whole life live really close to where we moved. So I started entering talent contests when I was still in high school and I fell in with some guys that wanted to start a band. Instead of going to college, I went on the road with a bunch of guys that became the band Lone Star. Now that was really, that's really where I got my start. I just believe, I believe in the American dream. I believe it doesn't matter where you're born. It doesn't dictate where you wind up. Uh, I think that hard work counts. We have the right to pursue happiness, not the right to be happy. We don't have the right to be successful, comfortable, popular rich or anything else. We just have the right to go for those things, to pursue those things. And that's how I go at life.
0: Well, you're very fearless. And I want to say, I actually know somebody else is, I don't know if he's fearless or artistic. I can't tell, but he's my producer. His name is, is a JVT and he's a huge fan and he wanted to sing you a song. Uh, he's a big naked cowboy fan. So we were going to have him do a couple modernized versions of some of your Hit song. So uh, please, Jimmy, for the love of God, do not embarrass us. This okay. is a real country music legend.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah. So I just wanted to start the audience. It's Maybe uh, zoom
0: out because I want you to be able to see his package. Yeah, more. I want my to the show is so it's it's very
2: small.
3: It's, there if we go. So, no, yeah. It says
0: Budgie Smuggler. Yeah, yeah. Budgie weird.
2: Smuggler. <laughs> it's, yes. Well, it's, it's our sponsor.
0: You have to do the sponsor. Well, it's not really our sponsor. It's not. Just, just play the song. Well, so
2: the original one is Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Everybody, Everybody knows that. Yes. But, yeah, yeah. but there's a few other renditions. Larry the Cable Guy had a great rendition. It went, save a whole read a playboy. Everybody say, save a whole read Is a that playboy. Real? Yeah, it? that's really, he made a joke about it. And, it's oh, like, yeah, and I God. remembered it my whole, but John, if you went woke. John, I apologize. This would be how it went. It would go. Trans your kid, make a girl boy. Why would he do that? Everybody Why would he say, sing a song about Trans your kid, children's make sexes? a girl boy. Okay, last one, John. Oh if you ever wanted gosh, to be sponsored, sponsored by <sighs> Pfizer, it would go like this: Save your grandma, boost your butthole. Why would you stick Everybody a
0: needle say, in your anal hole? Save your grandma, boost your butthole. That's terrific. Legendary superstar here. Thank you, John. Big fans. Please, Please. Hope you liked it. Yes, he loved well, it. Now, get on, yeah, he did not like than that. No, fan. listen. I uh, leave anything no, or, get offset, okay. Jimmy, before you're fired. we got to finish our incredible, legendary freaking interview. Please. Sorry about that, John. Like I said, he's a special needs uh, employee here, and we hire them. We get a little tax break when we hire those type. Um, well,
5: next, t- next time we do an interview, if he's going to be on, just let me know beforehand, and I'll book a dentist appointment. I'll, I'll, I'll be down the road. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. Jimmy, now John Ray's not going to come on the show again, Jimmy.
0: You come here, you do that gay stuff. This is a very straight, heterosexual male. And you're coming on here and you're doing a little gay preview show like you're some banana boy with your banana hammer guard. Have some respect, Jimmy. I swear I will fire your candy ass if you ever come here
3: with that gay crap again. You understand that, Jimmy?
0: I
5: don't
0: want to show him. <laughs> this is a crazy show, John. It's an insane show. No problem, I apologize. I, I was drinking Bud Light before. I That's apologize, John. Sorry. I was straight and then I drank some of this Bud Light and I turned gay and I've never been straight since. And it, we're pro gay here because I am gay. So, John, before you go, I love you. You've done some incredible work. Tell us what's next. I know you have one of my favorite things about you, John, is you have a gu- guitar shaped pool. Yeah. When are you going to invite me, me to one of those pool parties? Pool. I got a thong you too.
5: Guitar shaped pool. I'm actually shooting a video on my next song that's coming out uh, in May. I'm shooting it on Monday. The song is called I'm Offended. And trust me, you will love this song. Uh, <laughs> it, it is, it's is—it's basically about every crazy thing in the world that people get so offended about these days and how thin our skin is. I'm shooting that video. And I wanted to say, you know, there's a lot of brands out there that, that people have been loyal to for a long, long time. And, and they get disappointed in those brands in this current culture. And there are a few brands that are out there that are what they say and they mean what they say. I actually have one. It's Redneck Revere whiskey right here. It's all throughout the USA, made in America, American glass, American corks, 100 percent American blended whiskey. And we care about three things, God, country and family. Redneck has 10,000 stores that this bottle is in. So if you want to make a switch, give mine a try.
0: Well, you saw Jack Daniels went gay. Now they're called Jill Daniels. Did you see that they did a transgender thing, John?
5: No, I missed that.
0: Oh, I just No, yeah, they really did. They, they really did. Like no, commercial. I'm dead serious. You, you, need, a drag you need to you need to post I'm not I'm not yeah, going to yeah, ever give you any advice, John, cuz you're much more successful than me, but you need to post your whiskey bottle next to their Jack Daniels ad with the transvestites. I guarantee you're going to sell a lot of bottles at the Redneck Riviera. And then uh, uh, and then tell us so, John. What's the craziest tour experience? Just real quick, I know you got to go, but like, what's the craziest thing that's happened on tour? Because they say the lifestyle of a rock star, I can only imagine it's so incredible. The girls coming on the buses, me, I'm usually at truck stops, I deal with lot lizards. So I've never known what it's like to actually have a beautiful woman try to come into my bus. What is that like for us peons that we get to experience that? So
5: so early on when Big & Rich, when we first took off, Tim McGraw called us before we even had a hit song. He just loved what Big & Rich music was. And he said, hey, I want to take you on the road, do 85 shows. This was in 2004. We couldn't believe it. So we went out on the road. We had Cowboy Troy. Go look that name up. The Big Black Rapping Cowboy from Dallas, Texas. So we had the Big Black Rapping Cowboy, Big Kenny, myself, and Two Foot Fred. Go look that name up. So we got a guy that's like this tall and a guy that's like this tall. And then you got the cowboy and the hippie. And we're hitting the stage with everything we had. We never thought. That the fans would understand it, or we would have a career, and here we are, all these years later, man, and uh, just having an absolute blast. It just proves that people like to have fun, and they like to see you having fun on the stage.
0: Well, you are a badass, John. Keep up the good work. Anytime you ever want to come on, I mean, it was a pleasure to have you. But anytime, anything I can do to help you, and I promise, next time I will not have my producer come here and do I, some. I put sort on of- pants. You have pants. Will you apologize real quick though, before John goes? You just say sorry. <laughs>
2: I mean, I don't know. I think I'm a marketing genius. Imagine if you did a song sponsored by Pfizer,
0: and then give everybody myocarditis. Okay, no, (laughs) and and that's not true. Myocarditis that doesn't exist. exist. Yeah, everything's safe and effective. John, I really am a big fan. Thank you for playing along and not throwing up. No, and he does like the guitar. He plays the guitar. He actually loves you, John. So we had to let him do that.
5: You go you go to Times Square just like you just did and just go face off with the naked cowboy and let's see, let's have like a face off. I want to see who wins.
2: I mean, that could be, I mean, can we get that approved? Yes, I'll get it approved. Glenn
0: will approve that. Yes. (laughs) If John said it, I can play this clip to Glenn. Glenn will approve it and he will finance it. John, thank you for being such a great sport. Love your work. Keep it up, man. Talk to you soon.
5: Thanks fellas. Appreciate it. Wow, what did you guys think about
0: Country Music Superstar? I loved him. He's a really nice dude, man. I know. He wasn't too yeah. egotistical, too. I mean, we did have him. I yeah. oh, mean, Jimmy did all that. It was trying to hit on him, showing I'll him. Try his whiskey. Are yeah. you going to drink his whiskey I now? Would have have to try try yeah, yeah I like a, a real. good blended whiskey. Why not? And I love the, uh, like, you know. Do you know how many times I played his song back when, uh, when I was in strip clubs, working in strip clubs in like, yeah, West, so you South you
4: tell- Carolina? All the girls that like uh-huh. country, they'll fight over that song. That's one of those. Th-
0: the girls will fight over a song, like, they can't play the same song, you know, in, in, in rotation. Oh, yeah. There is a lot of politics. A a lot lot of, of politics. Tell me the, tell me the politics, because, you know, on this show, we talk about so much, and, and I've actually been a, reprimanded a little bit for, for being too uh, empathetic to sex workers. Sex work is terrible. Do not do sex work. Mursh, making it as a young man, worked in a strip club for a little bit as a strip club DJ? A
4: little bit. 15 years.
0: 15 years, yeah. So he's, <laughs> an, he's an expert. So tell me a little bit, what are the politics of a strip club?
4: Uh. Well, no, I mean, as far as the music goes... Um, you know, they will fight over, like, oh, it's my song, can't play it for anybody else. But it's like any other political world money talks. So if I'm the one playing the songs,
0: no. So you gotta make the stripper whores pay well, you. Not, is,
4: there, is there a
3: hierarchy of hoes though? I mean, yeah. seriously, which is like, the top whore? Like, like does the one that was the longest? Get the, like if, no,
4: God. If you be, nobody should ever be the longest tenured <laughs> stripper, that's not a good thing. You can't explain to Daniels. A, a, mm, yeah,
0: you know, Trump's got. My to mom think. was a stripper for 22 years, and she was a great. She, <laughs> she <laughs> operated <a blender. laughs> Yeah, she was a tenured, She was one of the best ever. They said that she did stuff on a pole. She was a LeBron James of stripping. Uh, she started wow. yeah, at 18. She got it's a, not a, quite the MJ. No, not. She's not the best. She's yeah. not the second best. Of all time. She's like third. I mean, yeah, she's doing a lot of rest games. She's doing a lot of rest games. And my mom loves China, and she's never read a book, so that's why they call her LeBron. But uh, <laughs> and she was really into Malcolm X. Yeah, she loves Malcolm X. Um, but I thought overall, I mean, now we've totally wasted this thing, broken this thing. Uh, overall, uh, every overall, I thought that interview went really good, but it's not going to be half as good as our next guest. And I say this, I'm calmed down because I've been sweating, I've been going crazy. But for this guest, I want to show her the utmost respect. She's not just a prominent conservative commentator. She's not the host of the Right View podcast. And she's not just Eric Trump's wife or the daughter-in-law to the former president, who I still think is the current president. But that's neither here nor there. My point is, Laura Trump is a beautiful human being that speaks her mind and is not afraid to say what she feels. And it's an honor, Laura. Welcome to the program. How are you doing this evening?
1: Well, I am so stoked to be with you. The pimp on the blimp, primetime 99. I've been waiting for this moment. And the great news is, I get to come in off of a convo apparently about strippers. I know, Laura, I apologize. No, I'm so sorry. I know, and Mercer, I didn't even realize he worked at a strip club that long. And, and now
0: you guys are with this is the president's Wait, are you daughter in us law. Under the yeah, not all of them work. One of them worked, Laura. These all, speaking of that's the first question I had for you. Laura, you're so successful now. What was your first job or what was the worst job you've ever had?
1: Oh, well, my first job, probably illegally, actually, I don't even know what age I was supposed to be doing this. My parents owned a car wash in North Carolina. They still do, by the way. Um, called Mr. Sudsy Car Wash. They'll probably get, like, egged tomorrow by some No, we um, go support Mr. Sudsy's, guys. Do not yeah, egg Mr. Sudsy's. Mr. Sudsy Car Wash, that was my support. first job, and that's where I learned to drive a, a manual shift car, which was also my first car. I probably burned out a lot of people's clutches, so I'm really sorry if you came in, like, right around the time I was, like, 13, 14.
0: Yes, one of the biggest troubles i ever gotten is burning the, the clutch out in one of my dad's cars. No, that's a very bad thing. So, Laura, what's going on? I'm sure your family's facing so much, you know, it's all a bunch of garbage. Everybody knows Alan Bragg is corrupt. He's 500 pounds, this and that. But how are you personally handling it? Because, listen, I would be very scared if the Department of Justice was weaponized against a member of my family. So, I mean, are you, I know Eric, your husband, has been subpoenaed, and you guys, this is nothing new. But does this feel different? Does it feel like it's, you know— I guess, uh, there are the stakes higher now that they're actually trying to indict him? I mean, how do you personally feel? Well,
1: yeah, they're certainly higher because it's not just about, of course, indicting Donald Trump. It's not just about uh, doing something that is so outrageous and so unprecedented, uh, of course, for no crime. But Alex, I think the real problem is that this is a disaster for our country. Yes. If you allow something like this to stand, if if by some crazy chance, and of course, where did they go for this? The liberal bastion of New York City, where the people there hate Donald Trump, Uh, he can't get a fair trial in a place like New York. Of course, everyone knows that. Um, So they have gone forward and indicted him and arraigned him for committing no crime And obviously everybody knows what this is about. It's about politics. It's about making sure that Donald Trump never ends up back in the White House. They are petrified of Donald Trump because he exposed all of them the first time around. They know that if he gets a second crack at the White House, the jig is up for all of the people in the establishment, in the swamp, they are out of there and they're terrified about that happening. So they had to do something that no one ever thought we'd see in this country and weaponize one of our fundamental institutions, the judicial system, against a political opponent. Uh, So it feels different, I think, because the stakes are so high Mm. for the country. I mean, obviously, this is my father-in-law. Obviously, this is my family that we're talking about here. Um, But, you know, we've all been through it. We've had a target on our back since the day my father-in-law came down the golden escalator in Trump Tower and announced he was running as president as a Republican. And everybody knows that that's why he was so targeted. Um, So it, it feels different because I think if this is allowed to happen, then the America that we have all known for so long, the America that has stood since its inception, is not the same country anymore. And that is a really scary place to be.
0: No, you're exactly right. And really what makes me mad is like, why not investigate Joe Biden and all the stuff he did in Ukraine? Oh. I know, or Hillary Clinton, and, and even B- Barack Obama. And there's another thing too, and, and this is like, I know there shouldn't be, you know, a, a 2 tier justice system, one for the, uh, you know, elites or one for, you know, ex-presidents, but a misdemeanor bullcrap deal. They're, they, they, they're privy to the most classified levels of information. I mean, they're, they should be able to get away with a little bit. Even Barack Obama's, you know, and uh, don't get me started on them. I'm saying I don't like them. You would think that a president... Gets a little special privileges, and the idea that there, there to-
1: wasn't, yeah, there wasn't even anything to get away. That's what I'm with. saying. No, not but legal. I'm saying the United States of America to to uh, pay for a non-disclosure agreement. Thousands of them happen daily in America. I've had several jobs where I've had non-disclosure agreements in the past. Most people have. That's the crazy part of all this. And actually, the charge that they are trying to say that Donald Trump, Trump, uh, com- the crime that they're trying to say he committed. Hillary Clinton and the Clinton campaign actually committed that crime. They actually wanted to influence the 2016 election. And what did she get? She got a fine. What did America get? We got the Russia collusion hoax to the tune of somewhere around 30 million taxpayer dollars. What happened to the justice there? It is crazy.
0: Yeah. And Laura, what they want to do is, and, and you probably know this better than me, is they're trying to make America as weak as possible because they would never This is a stain on America. Whether you like Donald Trump or not, this looks bad for America geopolitically. They're like, oh, what? One of the most popular presidents of all time is Even even though it's a total sham, everybody knows it's a you know corrupt department of justice, or excuse me, district attorney's office it still gives this impression that America's weak, America's this banana republic, and that is why it's so sad, it's just the, our nation is eroding right in front of us, and for what, for and globalism? It's, and it's, and
3: it's, it's a precedent, too, because the problem is, you do mm-hmm. this now, if you set this president start going after everybody, left and right, then everything falls apart, you know? You, it's a real slippery slope, you know?
0: And Laura, if this is Royce and Merch.
1: China. Uh, sorry. China. What What is China thinking about this right now? What is Russia thinking about this right now? Iran, North Korea, what are all of these people thinking about this? They have been laughing at us since we exited Afghanistan in such an embarrassing way. They have been laughing at us pretty much every time Joe Biden or Kamala Harris takes a trip anywhere around the world and gets in front of a microphone. We look absolutely ridiculous. They've been laughing at us since Russia invaded Ukraine and was allowed to do it. This is such an embarrassment To our country, you're right, it makes us look weak. It makes us look pathetic and ridiculous. And if this is the nonsense that we're focusing on instead of making sure that our educational system is fixed so we can actually catch up, which is sad to say at this point, With China, Mm -hmm. this is the kind of nonsense that is going to destroy America. But the truth is, a lot of these people want that. These are globalists. They want no borders. They love the open borders on both ends of our country, southern border, northern border, wide open. They want America in ruins so they can rebuild it in their globalist image. They always told us they wanted to fundamentally transform America. We're here, we are on the path to that.
0: It gets me so mad. They sent another $2.6 billion to the Ukraine. I mean. Donald one, It's been $3 billion for the whole entire wall, I believe. I don't even know what the exact budget was, but it, we could have bought 100 walls or 20 walls. I don't know what the mathematics is because I'm not very smart like you, Laura. I'm just saying we could have bought a million walls 10 times over, but now they just want to have open borders, and it's not just Venezuelan people trying to come here. It's Chinese people. It's Ukrainians. It's every single kind of race that is coming in, which is I'm not anti-immigration, but I'm anti-legal immigration. I'm anti-sex trafficking. I'm anti-drug trafficking. So what do you think, Laura, about the drug crisis? that we're facing in this country.
5: Oh,
1: it is so sad. You know, I think they just said today that they found out the cause of death for Coolio, uh, was fentanyl.
0: Wow. I didn't see Uh, that. And
1: and I mean, you know, a hundred thousand people a year in the United States of America are killed by fentanyl overdoses. It is killing our youth at a historic rate. The drug cartels, by the way, at this time coming up through the Southern border, aren't even worried about the drugs, that's a secondary business. That's a tertiary business at this point to them. They're making more money on the human trafficking as they're bringing people up through the Southern border. That's where the big bucks are for them right now. That is so scary and so mind boggling. But when have you heard Joe Biden talk about the drug crisis, the fentanyl crisis that is happening right now in this country? You don't hear him talk about it. You don't hear him talk about the fact that we could be shutting down the southern border to prevent it from coming. Where is fentanyl made? It's made over in China. What about asking Xi Jinping about this? Of course, nothing happens with any of this because you have a president right now in the White House who is bought and paid for by China, probably by Ukraine. Yep. And everybody can see where the trails of money originated for the Biden family. And you have to ask, how did they make that money? What promises were made by them to get $20 million for the Biden family from China? And and it makes people very suspicious when they see how nothing is happening to China when a spy balloon flies across with all of it. Um, and it's really terrifying and it's horrible because it's just going to keep happening. There's nothing doing that they're they're doing right now to prevent the drug situation in America in in any way. It's only going to get worse.
0: Okay. I have a question. So if they had pictures of Eric smoking crack with prostitutes or they had pictures of Hunter Biden smoking crack with prostitutes, which do you think the media would show more of?
1: Well, I I mean, I don't know a lot, but I do know the answer to that one. (laughs) And we all know. I mean, the truth is, if any of us even jaywalked in our family, they would lock us up and throw away the key. We all know that. Um, But, yeah, I can assure you there are no pictures of my husband doing any illegal (laughs) drugs or illegal drugs, for that matter, uh, on his laptop. And no prostitutes last time I checked on there. So we're in good shape. Could you imagine? I mean, Laura,
0: think how much they want. Donald Trump Jr. to be a drug addict. Think how much they would want Eric. You know, yeah. they'd want, I'm just saying they would love that. They would ne- We would never hear the end of it. We they would literally talk about it 24/7. Yet we have Hunter Biden who's doing illegal business dealings with Ukraine. He's on the board of a of a, a natural gas company. He knows nothing about. I mean, and yet. They don't even talk about it. Just, oops, silent. And, and actually, I actually want to play this little clip and get your reaction. I actually ran, uh, uh, you know, I was at the arraignment when your father-in-law was coming into Trump Tower. And I went and I accosted some of the CNN fake news media. Oh, so let's geez. check it out. <laughs> Remember that laptop's real, guys. Y'all trying to hide the laptop. So that's CNN real. right I there, Laura. And America's America's I interrupted America's America's their America's America's live America's broadcast. America's America's they, America's they had to America's America's shut it down. America's so they're America's America's live. America's and i just disrupting them. Yeah, 100 them to- Biden's a crackhead. CNN, MSNBC. People, they must hate
3: every time you, time you show, up out. They they show up, They out. hate me. They, you hate your they must hate so every time you show My voice is
4: annoying. Every time they hear behind, they're like, oh, not today, crack. man, please.
0: You guys, you just smoke all the cracky ones, ABC News. Fake news. Oh, are you part of the fake news, too? You can't shut down the people! <laughs> You can't shut down Prime 99! <laughs> are you using a, a selfie side? stick? What are we using now? I'm a pimp on a blip. Like, this is live, Laura, when I was doing this. disgusting. They won't ever talk about Hunter Biden. And if they anybody wants, if anybody the wants CNN, they'd be, CNN they'd be really friend. upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Uh, four four people at an airport bar ideal. were the furious. The
1: good news in is, is a handful of people saw that.
0: Yes. More people are seeing it now. Yeah, more people are watching this clip now than when they were live. Welcome, CNN. But I love Don Lemon. He's so smart and so brilliant. Right, Laura?
1: So brilliant. Got his finger on the pulse Not of the American yet. people, man. All right, all right. That's
0: enough of the clip. But, but I should have showed the clip of me. So, so, so even, even Alex gets annoyed in his own voice. I can't watch my own stuff, Laura. I can't even watch my own crap. Thank you for turning that on. My point is, I actually interrupted their live stream while they were live outside of, uh, you know, Trump Tower. So tell me this, like, has it been just so chaotic for you lately in the past couple of days? I know that's an understatement, but, you know, do you just want to go back? And I, I mean this. And, and Laura, you're... Your father-in-law got robbed. We know that. And I, and I'm going to vote for him 100 percent, you know, obviously. But why not go and be a billionaire and relax and play golf all day? Why not, Laura?
1: I mean, it's it's a question a lot of people ask. He, he honestly is one of the most incredible people I've ever met. I, nobody can take more than Donald Trump. Yeah. And man, he's taken a lot of crap. He's taken a lot of incoming, taken all the arrows, taken everything. Um, and you're right, but most people would be like, you know what? I don't need this. I could go play golf. I could go relax. I've got a great uh, life. I can, uh, you know, really just finally focus on myself for once but not donald trump honestly you know as upsetting i think as the 2020 election was to so many of us and believe me nobody wanted to win more than than our family we put our blood sweat and tears into everything uh to do with that campaign we really worked so hard and we're so certain uh, of the outcome and then obviously it was so shocking and upsetting but having a little distance from it i actually feel like this maybe was a plan from up above for a long time, because truth, truthfully, there are so many people who voted for Joe Biden because he was sold to us as old Uncle Joe, the old grandfatherly figure. He'll be the nice guy. He'll bring unity to America. He's going to fix any problem that we have. Joe's on it. Don't worry about anything. And obviously it's been a disaster. Obviously things have gotten so much worse. And I think even his worst critics would have anticipated under Joe Biden's leadership. And you got to put that in air quotes, of course. Um, So maybe it happened to wake a lot of people up. Maybe it happened because people had been dumping on America for so long that they had to realize what we were about to lose if we let somebody like Joe Biden take control of our country. And I think that that may have been part of the grand plan Um, And so for my father-in-law, he worked so hard for four years and you have to remember what he accomplished. And we never even heard about so much of the uh, accomplishment within the Trump White House and the Trump administration because we know the media didn't cover it. They were interested in all the, the nonsense, the Ukraine phone call, any impeachment talk they could get about Donald Trump. That's where they were focused. And so he did so much in four years. and I f- think he wasn't finished. I think there's so much more that he wants to continue to do for this country. At this point, he needs to clean up a lot of the mess that's been made. Um, but he is so focused and so determined on this. And I think anybody who maybe predicted, oh well, if this goes forward, this indictment, they you know, really take it to Donald Trump, he'll give up. He'll quit. Forget it. Donald Trump, has, has never been more determined to do anything in his life than he is to win the 2024 election. It just solidified uh, him uh, in, in his quest to go forward and quest to really win for the American people and bring our country back.
0: Okay, forget about Donald Trump. Laura, incredibly well-spoken, beautiful, a mother. When are you gonna get into politics? Why don't you run for something? Because <laughs> I know you'd be an incredible candidate.
1: Well, thank you. They make it so nice. They really make me want to come right in. Because
0: yeah, so- I know, I know. I mean, I know why you wouldn't, but I'm just saying you're so effective. You're so smart. I feel like that you would be a threat, you know, to the establishment because... You know what I'm saying? You're not one of these normal, you know, kind of normal wives. You're kick-ass. And I think that's what they oh. fear is kick-ass women that aren't Hold afraid. Hold
1: on, to- let me get my husband in here. Where's no, Eric? No, where's
0: Eric? Oh, I'm sure Eric speaks good about you. I'm just saying it's just a lot of these milk-toast type of women. You are, you know, a real deal badass. You're in great shape. You're just a good role model for people. So that's Thank what we need. You. We don't have we, I- we don't have enough good role models.
1: Well, I, you know, I thought about running for the Senate in my home state of North Carolina um, this past midterm election cycle in 22, Um, but my kids are so young. My kids are three and five years old. And honestly, to be the type of senator that I know I would have needed to be for North Carolina and to be the type of mom that I need to be for my kids, I could not have done them simultaneously, at least while my kids are this young. And so I made a decision to, not run this time to you know sit back to make sure that my kids are raised uh, well because nothing is more important than the future of our country than our children. Uh, I think every parent probably feels the same way. So uh, I've considered it. I've not technically dipped my toe in the water, but I've thought about it. So you never say never. I mean, in the you have a long life. You have
0: plenty of time, Laura. I'm just saying you have plenty plenty of time. time. Um, Okay, tell me this. So, Laura, you might not know this, but uh, I recently signed a deal with the Blaze. I work for Glenn Beck at this great place, and now I'm in a new tax bracket. And I thought, oh, when I'd get more money, all my problems would go away. But actually, I've kind of noticed more money, more problems. So do you think that's the case? I'm sure a lot of wealthy people, no, seriously, I know wealthy people and some of them are the most miserable. And then there's a guy that, you know, works in my house every day. He makes, you know, like a thousand bucks, a thousand bucks every two weeks or something. He loves life. I'm saying the guys, you know, you'd think he was Donald Trump. So tell me, does money equal happiness?
1: I mean, everybody knows money does not equal happiness. It's about the the people with whom you surround yourself. It's about your family. It's about your quality of life. It's about your, you know, ability to connect uh, on a higher level with, you know, God for for so many of us or, or have some spirituality, I think, in your life. So I think there's a lot more that goes into being happy than money. You're right. Some of the most miserable people mm-hmm. are people who have a lot of money. It does not equal happiness. Now, if you're already a happy person and you get a little more money, hey, great. I got a lot of great ways uh, we could spend it together. So let me know, you know what I mean? Give me a
5: call.
0: Yeah, well, I'm just saying people see you beautiful. They probably think, oh, Laura, Trump doesn't have any problems. She doesn't have any financial problems, this and that. But everybody has problems. And and, uh, and I think a lot of uh, problems that you have are unfair because you are so successful. So listen, Laura. My host, or excuse me, I'm the host. My producer of the show. I don't even know what I do anymore. Jimmy, he's a diehard <laughs> fan. He always wants to ask a question. He wants to get his face. He's trying to get some likes and followers. He has a very low follower account, actually. Give him big. some likes. That's what I'm saying. We need some likes. So, Jimmy, up, yeah. it, please, it, please be very respectful. This uh, is I'll, an I'll incredible. I'll try my woman. best.
2: I tried to dress up for the occasion, but <gasps> that's well- how
0: you dress up, Jimmy. You listen, Jimmy. He went. To, listen, Laura. Let me tell you. I hired him. He went to Princeton University, and I found this out after the fact. The reason he got into Princeton is he's a special needs he was a special needs student. diversity and they have to have a quota of people that they they led there into the university so i didn't realize i had an affirmative action you know mentally unstable employee but you know here whatever we are. gets you in yeah whatever you got in and you've graduated <laughs> the wins
1: with. when you get them all day long absolutely well,
2: well laura alex touched on it a little bit but something that I know it's about you. Is how insanely good of shape you're in. Like Very it's good. actually incredible. Wow. So, what would your advice be to Alex? Because he gets fat shamed in the comments, and it's just. What terrible. are you talking? some graphics. Are you ready. serious right now? Show the graphics. You're going at my Laura. Room. Come on,
0: Jimmy. That uh, Jimmy, I'm about to get on Ozimic. I'm about to lose weight. What are you doing? Showing Laura? Tr- Jimmy, do not show her my man boobs. Okay, what are you talking okay, about? Let's then? compare. You look good.
2: Thank you. Look good. you look good. A little <laughs> bit. Look at those pipes.
0: Yes, yeah, she looks oh good. Yes. Do not show me any... Do not uh, show that! Take that off. You're going to get your ass fired, Jimmy! Uh, do you want to lose your leave, job, Jimmy? Leave, leave that one. Leave that one. No. JVT, get my titties one. off the
1: screen, JVT! Look at
0: that! Look now at that the is a physique
1: that I would like! That photo right there, I had just given birth to my daughter like three months before I did you got to be
0: kidding me! Oh my God, Laura, I'm so fat. I can't stop eating. Whoa. I need your help. Look at me. I'm disgusting. Whoa. What are you
1: eating? What is the, what's the go-to? What's the big problem? Well, I'm on the Donald Trump. I'm tired. I eat freaking McDonald's every day, and it's delicious. And
0: only drinks Bud Light. And I want to say this. I want to say this. For the people that make fun of McDonald's, and I say this all the time, it is is, what is genetically engineered to be delicious. So anybody that eats McDonald's like, ooh, this doesn't taste good, that's impossible. Because chemically, your taste buds are designed to love it. So, yes, I there's eating.
1: nothing better than McDonald's French fries. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it's nothing. They, Fresh, no one else has, has done the McDonald's French fry better than McDonald's. Nobody else has better fries.
0: That's what I'm saying. So, I'm eating McDonald's and I'm eating the pizza, and then we have craft services here. They got unlimited cookies and all this stuff. So, how do you not overeat, Laura? I'm eating, I get here and I eat a snack, and then I eat another snack, then I eat 10 more snacks, and then I'm in the bathroom the whole time.
1: But, see, This is the problem. You need to reverse what you're doing. So what you're doing with all the snacking, you need to start doing with some sort of a physical activity because it also becomes addictive. You can ask my husband about this. My husband and I have been together for almost 15 years now. And for, I'm going to say the first 12 to 13 I was the one that was always in the gym. My husband recently has really talked about kicking ass. He really has been. He's been working out like a fiend and now he's like, "Oh, I get it. You get addicted to the feeling. It's endorphins. It's all kinds of serotonin and good stuff that happens when you start working out." Now, the first couple of weeks like anything else to to form a new habit can be tough. But then once you start seeing a change, you're like, well, maybe I don't want that cookie right now. Maybe I'll have it later after I have something healthy right now to fill me up. And then you can have a cookie later. I don't say that there should be a ban on anything because you should always be able to eat something if you really want it. But maybe just try and reverse those two. Let's get out. Let's do a little exercise. When you're walking around with your selfie stick, uh, you know, harassing CNN, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we could, like, run there, you know, put some running shoes on, get a little workout, get a little sweat going. Then you'll really, they'll really hate you because you'll be disgusting and dripping in sweat. And then I think it could all work out here.
5: Well,
2: Laura, I'm pretty sure we're going to Miami. Maybe you could. Put yeah, we Alex are. We're going to be in Miami
1: on May
0: 12th, actually. Uh, so you maybe do a little joint workout. Hey, Jimmy, why do you always do this? You put uh, our guests uh, on the spot, uh, but I'm I kind of like this question. What's your answer?
1: There's a really great place uh, called Trump Doral. It's it happens to be right down the street from Miami. We have a beautiful gym there. I'll be
0: staying I'll there. S- I'll be staying there. We got it. Will- we got to get in the gym. I will see you there. forever. <laughs> You can keep your job. Now hey, get the Laura, screen.
4: Get my wife's just spin instructor. No, 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 your wife, your no, no, you're wide. Nobody cares.
0: She's about to divorce oh. your ass, Jimmy. Get up. Get up. Bye, Jimmy. Okay. No, get back to Laura. Get back to Laura. We got to end this uh, correctly. Okay, Laura, you've been a great sport. You've been a great sport. And I just, this last question, uh, your father-in-law, he, he, he used to go on this show called the Howard Stern Show a lot. And Howard Stern sucks oh, yeah. now. And I got in trouble by a few of the executives here. We had a wholesome Christian comedian, her name is Hannah Cruz, she has a big TikTok and she has a great lovely family, kids and everything. And I wasn't thinking, and this is a free speech network so I don't ever wanna censor our guests or you. I asked her if it was okay if you're married to have anal sex and that, that was a big deal. I asked that, I asked that, cause I said, is that legal? And I would never, I just want to say, Laura, I would never ask you a disgusting question. you like, never
1: ask me something
0: like that. I would never, Laura, I would never say anything like that. This is a free speech. If you have, a, you know, if you want to say, if you want to give your opinion on it, you're welcome. But I'm not, I would never ask you anything about
1: that. Hold on. I have a question. Is it legal to do? Yeah. Well, you know, they say
0: sodomy is illegal now. Yeah. In the Bible. Is, is it legal in the Bible to do that? Like with your husband, of course.
1: I mean, as far as I'm concerned, um, once you are married, everything is legal and everything that everyone enjoys, whatever it may be. That's it, Laura, oh my God, I love you. See, you're such a good sport,
0: everything's legal, so. My wife and her boyfriend, whatever they do, it's totally legal. But they're on a lot of drugs when they do that. So when they do drugs, that's legal too. Even though my wife and her boyfriend. I
1: mean, you know what? If if they're in the confines of their own home and they're not hurting anyone else, maybe you should just let them do what they want. Then when it, you come home, kick them out, obviously.
0: And Laura, next time you're in Dallas, if you need a you know a good fentanyl hookup, I got. It's called Fentanyl Paul. <laughs> He's one of the best fentanyl dealers in Dallas County. So. Uh, Please, if you're ever in the area, don't hesitate to call me. I, I can help you out with whatever you need. Because if you I'll want I'll get your it, I number to
1: it. Hunter Biden. Don't yeah, Hunter is one of my buddies. Oh my God, me and Hunter. What is it? We're going to call. We're going to hang out after this. All right, Laura, you've been an incredible
0: sport. Tell the people where they can find you and how they can support you. Obviously, you're much bigger than Primetime ninety nine, but I definitely want to send my crazy fans to go support you. So tell them uh, how they can support you.
1: I would love it. I would love it. I'm not, I am so excited to be on primetime 99. Thank you for having me. I have a podcast, the right view. You can find it at therightview.com uh, or on any of the social media platforms at the right view. See what we did there. We took the view, but the, the right, right view, view, not the, not the awful one with all those terrible cackling women. So we do, we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of great guests. Um, so thank you. We'd love to have you join us.
0: Oh, and I have been on the podcast and it's incredible. You
1: have, you're the best. We love having you.
0: Before you go, I need a two box uh, producer because I want to show you this. So now there's Dylan Mulvaney, Laura, before you go, is now the sponsor of Bud Light. And so we're going to do a little test. I'm going to take a sip of this Bud Light and we're going to see if it turns me gay. Are you ready? (laughs) see. Bye, Laura. You're a great guest. Oh my gosh, I'm gay, Laura. Oh my God, I love it. I love being I gay. Don't, I don't
3: notice a difference. Oh, you don't notice
0: a difference? Are you wearing no. your
1: Nike sports bra as well? I am wearing my Nike
0: sports bra. It's right here. Oh, oh actually, I don't have it on. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God, Jimmy. Wrong. I look terrible right there. I just showed my nipples to Laura Trump. Laura, this is the I
5: president's can't...
2: daughter-in-law. What, Jimmy? What? Well, I said that just proves we need to do a fitness class in Miami. I
1: know we're going to do the Jimmy fitness class at Doral. Tw- We've already talked Jimmy about this. On May twelfth at Doral. I, it is. I'm literally going to put it on my phone right now. So don't worry, I'll be there. <laughs> and and the best. Should, Laura... <laughs> and
2: should wax you
0: live.
3: They should wax yeah, you. Yeah, and, and
0: Laura, uh, Jimmy, and I, we're going to get uh, publicly waxed while we're in Florida. So that, uh, that... You
1: wax and get a spray tan. I mean, I feel like that's all, and that's a good, good plan for you.
0: And that'll that'll make me look thinner. All right, Laura, you're the best. Tell Eric hi. Oh, and, and tell Eric this. Ask him this. I, I played football with Paul Rousey. I think Paul Rousey was his roommate in college.
1: Oh my gosh! I think. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul's sure. a good buddy of mine. Well, I don't to talk to Paul as much, but he was actually uh, on the Highland Park School Board. I'm running for Highland Park School Board now, so we'll see if I won. He won, uh, but yeah. he's he's obviously not addicted to fentanyl and uh, you know obviously. illegal business deals in Ukraine like me. All right, Laura, you're the best. You're the queen. I know they're coming after you, but. Stay strong. I know you guys got will. You're, you are a you good role it. model for young Americans that want to learn. Laura Trump is the total package. Thanks, Thank Laura. You.
1: Thank you, guys. Great to be with you. All
0: right, fellas. I don't know if she's ever going to come on the show again. I pray to the Lord in heaven that she will. The anal, the anal sex thing was, was very very I bold. I always
4: respect you for that. Yeah, yeah, but, well, but also, you are, the answer?
0: Based. That's what I'm saying. Laura Based. gave a great answer, so how could I? How could I Based. ever complain? I mean, guys, I just keep drinking all this gay beer, and um, gosh, I just love. It's just, I, I just I don't love think dick. The
3: beer's the one doing it, but okay. You
0: think I like dick before I drink the beer? I think
4: that's your excuse. <laughs> yep, they say you know it. Drunk man's words, sober man's thoughts.
0: Wait, what? So I've been secretly gay this whole time? Not even oh, a secret,
4: secret, but no, a huge secret.
0: Well, That's okay, was, okay, okay. An open secret. It's been an open secret, kind of like how uh, Jeffrey Epstein was a pedophile. Did you guys see that? Uh, John McCain's own wife said that it was an open secret that he was a pedophile. It, she said that, not that John McCain was a pedophile, that Jeffrey Epstein was, it was a known that he was a sex trafficker. Isn't it kind of weird that all these people knew that Jeffrey Epstein was a pedophile and, like, n- nobody ever did anything about it?
4: Uh, I'd rather you not smear the uh, name of a great war hero, uh,
0: John, McCain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John McCain. John McCain, he's, he's a, a hero to the concept good. of war. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. he's the one that created war, modern-day warfare. Okay, guys, it's been an incredible show. we got to wrap things up here in the next few minutes, but... Man, I know there's some people, some big fans of ours that are watching this show tonight that are mad, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what I love so much. I just love that us being ourselves, goofing around, pisses people off. So how, in the future, can we continue to keep pissing people off?
3: Oh, the fentanyl stuff is great.
0: That pisses people
3: off, you think? Yeah, 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 that's good. Having fun
4: pisses people off. That
3: pisses people off. Being happy.
0: Ooh, people get real mad at that. People get mad at and that. And ignoring
4: them. Yeah, just being successful and enjoying life. And then tell That's all it, you have to do.
0: And, and for, for the people playing at home, if you're not familiar with Royce and Mercer's work, you should be. Now they have one of the best podcasts. Like I said at the beginning, I love their podcast. Rumble, it? baby. Now, now they're on Rumble. So tell us a little bit about that uh, transition. What's Rumble all about? Wow, well, you're just,
4: just going to throw it to me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, Rumble's great. Um, we have had the best shows we've had in years on Rumble and it's not because we're being any edgier or anything. It's just because the worry is gone. So we can just, we can make a joke. Like, we can say stuff that, like, we were doing a lot of self-editing in the last couple of course, Of course. We're doing it on, this, on. this show. It affects,
0: it affects we did it, it tonight. I'm saying I'm not even trying to, like, try to break the kayfabe. Tonight we've had to self-edit. It's fucking lame as shit. You,
3: you got to pull back, and it sucks. Like, being on Rumble, they let us do it pretty much. They've helped us out to let us do whatever we wanted. And it kind of feels like the old days of radio, back when you didn't have to worry about everything. On YouTube, we were getting medical misinformation strikes every day, or hate speech strikes. And it was just nice to like go to a place, do the show, have a nice audience, and you know, Turn uh, turn Rumble to something more than just for boomers.
4: And I love and they're it. actually paying us, unlike YouTube. Oh, that's yeah, all yeah. awesome. nice. Well, I, I love that awesome. the fact that you know they go, hey, uh, we ran some ads on your stuff. Here's some money, and you go,
0: whoa! I forgot what that felt like. Pretty nice. But YouTube buck breaks you. YouTube buck. breaks Oh, I've you. been that's buck broken. I, oh, yeah, I, I've been totally buck broken. And uh, so you guys have a great producer, a uh, Pessy. Oh yeah, he's one of my favorites. He's a great yeah. guy. We had a great time in New York before I went storm Barcel's offices. I'm just wondering. Do you think that I could steal him from you guys? Because Jimmy, I'm gonna fire mm. Jimmy very soon. Or would that cause a we, war? or physical I steal thing, we, we have
3: plenty of producers. You could have one.
0: <laughs> I know how many producers y'all you have. Y'all have more yeah, producers can than me. You have one of them. We have Virgie too. He's Asian. Okay, I'll take the Asian yeah. one. Okay, just give me one of yours. I need to replace Jimmy. Yeah, I got Brandon I got back there, but Brandon needs a backup too because he's on fentanyl. Oh,
3: Virgie plays guitar, so that's a straight swap if you want. Virgie's gonna go through all your. Oh, he actually does guitar. so it's
0: a straight swap. He's gonna go through all your fent, though. So you don't want. No, we Jake. don't want him and oh, you don't want Jimmy yeah, no, no. No. you guys can take him I swear no, it's okay. no. you guys don't you sure no I mean he he, 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 he like fits here he's no not. he doesn't fit here that, no. he, you know
3: what it is I think he's like be too good for our show
0: I think he's kind of fits y'all show better no I think like he'd be like too good yeah, that's what it is. Uh,
4: we don't want to seem like we're making that much money. Look, I don't care. But you could take anyone but Pessy, and it's not because we don't want to- Pessy's the of
0: best him. one. That's the one I want. Everybody knows Pessy's the best one. It's not even
4: that we don't, don't want to get rid of him. It's just he's got some visa issues, some like sex crime stuff that he's still clearing up. Like, and we love, by the way, we none of it, guys. none of it like proven. Just, no. You know, yeah, I know.
0: Like, all allegations. We love sex crime allegations because you know what? I've been accused of a lot of stuff, and guess what? I did all of it. <laughs> and you never got caught. I never got caught. Alright, guys, that's been our show. We end the show the same plot, way. Plot, 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 plot. Every night with the freestyle finale. So, DJ, hit that beat! Yo, I'm with my homies, Royce and Mersh. Grab your purse. Drinking butt light will make you gay. I don't care, you can fuck my butt anyway. Stick it deep in the hole, and I got a brand new mo. Face. I hope you like the taste of the gay mud lip. Maybe drink a used carpet. White. You're gay. That's okay. I love you, Dylan. Send goodbye to the boys. A little fentanyl to take off. I love you guys. Good night.